With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy la duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Man, I really hope you had a good weekend. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from sunny Southern California and the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. So, what do we make of... What do we make of uh, the first real AP poll? Okay, what do we make of that? I mean, we got to make of the fact that Colorado is in at 22, and while that puts them ahead of, like, Clemson that falls to 25, we still really don't know, right? Duke beat Clemson. They're at 21 now. And I think Clemson's in an interesting place, right? Let's just react to last night's game. Last night, I think Dabo – this was interesting – Dabo Sweeney, who used to be kind of the golden child of college football, now he's a meme. Now people are saying, hey, his quarterback didn't want to give him a high five on his way out the field. Now people are finding cracks in the armor of Clemson, who did win 10 games last year in what was seen as a down year. Here's Dabo summing up the loss. Incredibly disappointing loss. Um, that's honestly all my years of football. I, I've never been a part of a game like that, ever. Um, and been here at Clemson a long time. Since I've been the head coach, we were 58-0 when we rushed for 200 and passed for 200. Uh, that's usually a pretty good indicator. And I think in, in Clemson history, we were 108-0. Never lost, ever. You know, but you got to finish. you got to finish. 
Yeah. So, I mean, look, they turned the ball over in the red zone. They had two field goals blocked. It was one of those everything that could go wrong for Clemson did go wrong. And while you can chalk it up and say, hey, it's one of those crazy games where the basics, the basic things we did poorly, that's what cost us the game, right? The other side to it is, well, elite programs do the little things the best. Don't they? So what has happened to Clemson? What's happened? Now, you also, I don't know how many people pay attention to this, but Duke won nine games last year. Duke returned most of their team from last year. Duke is uniquely positioned, I think uniquely positioned, in an era where small, private, smart schools are going to struggle because they don't have or the NIL of other schools and they have legitimate academic uh, standards. And I'm not trying to say that the big football schools don't have academic standards, but I just use this as an example. I know that some or many of the, the Northwesterns, the Vanderbilts, Notre Dames, the, the Stanfords, they don't allow for online classes to transfer over. And like, well, how big a deal is that? That's everything. Anybody who went to school in the COVID era or especially post-COVID would tell you that a substantial number, if not all of these kids' classes are in fact online. So it just limits the scope of who you can go out and get. You lose them every year because they want to go, if they play well, to a, to a school that'll pay them more and it's harder to get them back in the, in the portal. But I would, I would agree in that the game was a lot closer, a lot more competitive. In many ways, Clemson was better than Duke, but they didn't win and... They, in fact, got run off the field late. A crazy time in college football where the schools that are generally the most invested in being great are, in fact, great. Clemson seems to be working the other way. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. And it's also weird that Clemson is kind of Maybe it shows that you've made it where there was some, a celebration of sorts when they lost last night, which is usually reserved, usually reserved for when Notre Dame loses or when Alabama loses, right? That's the only time we celebrate. So maybe it's a sign of, hey, this is where how dominant Clemson has been that we celebrated that they lost. And oh, yeah, by the way, we continue in darkness to those of us who are charter cable or spectrum cable provider uh, uh, recipients or whatever or subscribers. Can't even see those games. Can't see them. Jay Stu, your biggest takeaway from the first full college football weekend is what? Oh, man, I'll, I'll leave that up to you, college football fans. But the biggest takeaway, I think uh, it, it transcended college football was Deion Sanders. Not only that they won, but in the way he chose to handle himself afterwards, he went on Undisputed yesterday, he went on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, he's kind of on this, I told you so, I have receipts tour. So that kind of transcends college football, I think, just in the way he, he as a personality handled it this weekend. Okay, so what do you think of the I told you so? Um... 
I like it. You just don't hear it. You don't hear stuff like that. Um, most coaches will go for reserved and short and, uh, in, you know, short quips. And this is braggadocious and it's in your face. And I'm all about that. I like it. Uh, I don't, I don't actually, I mean, may, maybe not in the style in which he does it. I do think college football is much is, is, was, has always been about the head coach. Um, in terms of trying to find, uh, I mean, they, they provide the voice, they provide the fodder, they do the talking. And oftentimes there are guys that have, you know, they do do the, the, I told you so is actually not a new thing. Maybe it's his ability to get on any network when he wants and he's incredibly entertaining in how he does it. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by how this thing plays out. I don't think race is a factor. I do think he impressed and surprised. Like my thing is I wasn't, was I surprised that they beat TCU? Hell yeah. But it's not, it wasn't a fluky way in which they beat TCU, right? Like they look like a really well coached football team. They made some mistakes. They dropped some balls. They had their own turnover issues. So too, by the way, did, did TCU. But considering how little time he's had with those guys, they look really good. And his son looked really good at quarterback. That was the question to me is, I mean, like, look, you're putting a lot on the kid's plate in order to be good, be competitive, lead a team, especially guys, many of whom he doesn't, hasn't worked with that, that much. I think it's super interesting to try and figure out um, – to try and figure out exactly exactly how good they're going to be, but I was impressed by how well they played and how well coached they look. Byer, you're a huge college football fan. Is is Dion's thing, is that the biggest thing or the only thing from this weekend? It's not the only thing, but it took up a lot of, uh, lot of air in the room, and deservedly so, because I think that it was a very uh, polarizing topic, and it's funny because I feel that Dion was jumping on people who were quick to discredit his program, but I also felt that he was cashing in all of his receipts after week one. And yeah. that's the one thing that I would caution. And in week one in college football, we have no idea. We we have no idea if TCU stinks. Like, yes. like we don't. We have yes. zero it's idea. Completely new football team. Yes. Especially, especially now. Yes. Completely new football team. So, so that would be the thing that that I would caution is I was I was surprised at how quickly those tickets were cashed in. Just like when someone makes a Super Bowl pick that's out of the ordinary and they pull off an upset in Week One and yeah. everybody's running to show on Twitter who they picked for the Super Bowl. I would just caution that and say that there is there is still Oregon, there's still Utah, there's still USC in that league. Washington looked great against Boise State. So when you get into conference play, could be a little bit different. Hey, look, they got Nebraska this week at home, right? And I know we sit here and goes, Nebraska wasn't any good last year. The coach got fired. They just lost their first game of the season. Nobody loses close games more than Nebraska football, right? Everybody who's followed the Big Ten knows that. On the other hand, like, Matt Rule does know what he's doing, right? He wasn't left with an empty cupboard. He, too, has had a very short period of time to flip this thing to turn it over. And like you said, we don't know how good TCU is. We don't know how good Minnesota is. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it's really, the I told you so is really, really early. And I would also say that the I told you so isn't, I don't believe most of it was over, hey, it'll never work. It was, man, 
flipping a roster that quickly and playing on the road against TCU feels like that feels like a really hard way to open the season. Yeah. Great win, by the way. Great win. No, take nothing away from the win. Yeah. Take nothing away from the win. But, you know, it's like all of a sudden, if you lose to Nebraska this week, does that change? Does do do we do do the receipts do, do now we have to keep receipts? I don't know. And I wouldn't I'm not I wouldn't pick Nebraska to win the game. And you see how the line is flipped. But I, I think it's like we're acting like, okay, now they beat TCU, they're gonna compete for a national championship or a Pac twelve championship. Let's pump our brakes a little bit. Yes, John Ramos. I, I noticed something else about like I don't know if you remember at halftime. I think it was halftime when it was a Jenny Taft. Was she the one that was mm-hmm. she asked Dion about something and he said that if there was just two plays made by his son at quarterback, you might no, as well Travis put... Hunter. No, it's Travis oh, Hunter. Who's, okay. He said if Travis Hunter catches those two deep Then balls, you might as well put the Heisman put Trophy the Heisman at his house in yeah. the crib. Yeah. So I, I think I, nothing from Deion Sanders, what he said, surprised me at all. That's that's prime time. That is what he's done his whole career. He is he is he. You know, there's going to be receipts on him. I'm sure too at the end of the season if none of this works out. Right. So, but but for right now, nothing surprised me about what Deion Sanders said. You know what? I'll, I'll on my Sunday show just to pub that a little bit to five Eastern two Pacific. <laughs> you know, I brought up the point. You know, the Travis Hunter conversation is really interesting because there's so much hype about Caleb Williams and going back to back Heisman. And I also think that there's this hype of Shohei Otani that can actually translate into college football with Hunter playing both sides of the ball. I love that you use Shohei Otani. Keep going. And that there, you want to talk about like a Heisman candidate. Dion wasn't wrong in saying that he's a candidate. Now, winning it in the first half of the first game of the year, totally different story. But now you've got a scenario where we have watched Otani this entire season and watching him excel both hitting and pitching and I think that that narrative when you saw Travis Hunter not only score touchdowns on offense also picking off passes on defense doing it in the weather that they did I think that that makes him almost just as intriguing of a Heisman candidate that Caleb Williams does and I just wondered if that carries over into you know the rest of the season are we now watching the two-way player in Travis Hunter and his Heisman candidacy oh I don't think there's any question any question and I think I but here's where I will tell you the the first game does I don't know if it wins it for you but I like to point this one out RG3 if you go back to the year he won the Heisman Trophy I went to the game against Oklahoma State. I think, if you guys look it up, they may have gotten beat 66-3 to or something. So they got humiliated that year. But RG3's first game, I want to say it was a Friday night game where they played against, I think it was TCU. It may have been SMU. Uh, but I think it was TCU. And then the last game of the year was also like a Thursday or Friday night game, and they played Oklahoma. And the reason I pointed out was those two games, he was ridiculous. He was the best player on earth. And the Saturday afternoon game against Oklahoma State, it wasn't just that he their team was bad. He wasn't good. The Oklahoma State guys would tell you, like, he was, he was cursing at his teammates. He was throwing his helmet. Like, it just was not was not the image that RG3 had promoted throughout his his uh, Heisman Trophy run. But no one saw the game because it gets caught up in the whitewash of all the other Saturday games. So the point is, um, Dan, that 
Um, I do think that those kind of standalone, those gigantic games early in the year, they embed something in your brain to how good somebody is. Yeah. And then late in the year, they can kind of cement that thought. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there is pressure coming with someone who has had to deal with it throughout the season. But, yeah, absolutely. To be a big noon kickoff, the m- most watched game of any game that we had on Saturday – yeah, that's really going to help. And it was, didn't hurt the fact that, you know, there's a good portion of people that can't watch any other network, you know, because of the, or couldn't sure. watch ESPN yeah. because of the, the cable dispute. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday with DraftKings Sportsbook? Same game parlays. You can pocket more cash when you can buy multiple bets in one game. Download the app, sign up with the code Gottlieb, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Oh, you know, we're two sleeps away from the NFL. That means it's always good time to talk about Cowboys. I thought I sold that pretty well. It's always good time to talk about the Cowboys. Okay, computer's not firing. No big deal. Yeah, happens. Computer's not firing. No big deal. Um, Okay. Oh, now it's firing? Now it's ready? Let's talk about the Cowboys. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Why? Well, because they're the Cowboys. Yes, sir. Talk about the Cowboy. All right. Here's Jerry Jones talking about Dak Prescott. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, look, Jerry Jones, um, you know, over the weekend. A, can we start the segment over? Um, 
Yeah, Dan, you want to start the segment over? Dan, what did Jerry Jones say in your in your update? What did he say about uh, Prescott's future? Uh, he says that he expects Prescott to be uh, with the Cowboys for a long time. Of course, making the comments on 105.3 The Fan. Say, yeah, we're always working around it with several uh, numbers that would work. That from Jerry Jones and talking about a possible uh, contract, contract extension. extension. Yes. Right. Right. And and of course, Jay Stu, you brought up, hey, that if he's your guy, why trade for Trey Lance, correct? No, I my, my first impression of these comments were that he said this up, but he seemed his actions seemed to contradict that. They seem to be coming up with a What with what a, actions? With a plan, a backup plan, you know. Yeah. The the uh what, what was it from uh, Clear and Present Danger? The average Ruski don't take a dump without a plan, son. Right, remember that? Was that Fred Thompson? Yeah. Hunt for Red October. Thompson. Hunt for October, yeah, sorry. Hunt yeah. for October. You got your Jack Ryan Rus- movies confused. Right? Yeah. Uh, the average Ruski doesn't dig a dump without a plan, son. Uh, that was the late Fred Thompson, though, right? Yes. Yep. Who looked remarkably like Philip Fulmer. Like, spitting image. <laughs> Philip Fulmer. That is correct. So, I agree. Yeah. So, um, do I think it's a backup plan with Trey Lance? Is that what you're asking me? Or yeah, he, he just seems to be in, indicating that he's he's planning for life without Dak Prescott soon. But I don't think that's what it is. I I think it's like I think they like Dak. I think there's everybody's concerned about limitations, but they also know that replacing Dak's hard. I think the Trey Lance thing is is like a you know a te, a, a good scenario would be the Teddy Bridgewater deal. You remember when Teddy Bridgewater his knee blew up right with Minnesota, and then. The Jets signed him, and then they moved him for a second-round pick to New Orleans. Am I, am I remember correctly, Buyer? I think that's what it was, right? And it's a buy, buy low, sell high. I think that's what Trey Lance is to them. I don't think he's – could he potentially be a replacement? I guess. But, like, San Francisco moved mountains to get him. And uh, they could have kept him as a third quarterback, chose not to. I also think that there's probably something – personality-wise there that maybe Dallas doesn't know, or maybe it was just because of what happened in San Francisco. Let's bring in John Middlecoff. He joins us. Of course, Middlecoff has the Three and Out podcast. He's a former scout in the National Football League. Uh, what do you think of Dallas's overall commitment to Dak Prescott? Well, I think it's about to get really complicated with their financial situation, right? They've broken off some guys this offseason season. Whenever Nick Bosa signs, Michael Parsons will get more than that, right? So he's, and Jerry's even said, already out, you know, been outspoken about paying Michael Parsons. So you could have a corner making a ton, Michael Parsons, you know, making 120, 30 guaranteed, and then Dak. Dak's not taking a pay cut, right? Because when they sign him for 40 a year, listen, we, we can nitpick him all day long. I don't love. I think that's a lot. Like to me, I like him more like 28, but the, the market's the market. Like he's still want 45 minimum. So it, it gets complicated, but how do you upgrade? Like they, they don't Trey Lance. I've said this forever. His best day doesn't sniff Dak's bad day right now. Zach's in a different universe. Obviously Cooper cup, you know, is just a solid backup. So, or I mean, Cooper rush. I, I just think that they don't really have a choice. Now, maybe they play it out. But if they play it out and it goes well, then Dak's only worth more. So I, I just think you got to find a way to do an extension, and I, I would imagine that they, they end up doing that probably sometime early in the season. How good are the Cowboys? How good are the Cowboys? 
I mean, I think they're really good. I think, uh, you know, I'm going to, on the podcast, probably just pick the division. I, I think I'm going to pick them to win the division. I, I think defensively, they have a chance to be the best defense in the league. Their, their pass rush is elite. Uh, their secondary is really good. Obviously, skilled guys on offense are excellent. They have a good offensive line. We can nick, nitpick Mike in the playoffs, but in the regular season, he bangs out a lot of wins, right? He did it in Green Bay and doing it again in, in Dallas. So uh, I think that I'm probably going to lean picking them. They easily could have won that Niner game. Uh, do I have much faith in them? Like Super Bowl contender? Like, man, it's hard because Dak just has let me down in the playoffs a couple years in a row, but I, I think they're going to be pretty good. I I do I do as well. Let's get to the Thursday night game. Uh, Kelsey's got a hyperextended knee, and we don't know if Chris Jones shows up today. Let's start with Chris Jones. It appears they're like ten million apart over three years, right? The last report again. I, these are just reports that I've read. I don't know them for a fact, but um, he's come down off the wanting Aaron Donald money. And he's at three for like 83, 84. They're at three for like 74. That's a, that's a difference of 10 million over three years. What's the likelihood that bridge gets ga- that gap gets bridged uh, before they play a game? Yeah, I, I think if he's willing and now this Kelsey injury, obviously that would, uh, that would really hurt the chiefs, uh, especially with, you know, Tyreek long gone, uh, you, you let a team like that go 0 and 2 that is now in a position that Super Bowl or bust every year when you got Mahomes in his prime, maybe you get an extra five eight million dollars out of that. I understand from the Chiefs' perspective, like, listen, Chris, you were incredible last year, but Aaron Donald is like multiple Defensive Player of the Year award. So when he got like Chris, they want he just wants his contract to be like. Uh, the note, the guaranteed money's over. Remember, Aaron Donald didn't sign like a new. Con- he just got his contract that already existed guaranteed, and then money added on. That if Chris clearly is willing to sit out a game, the weird part if you're Chris, you're almost rooting the team to lose because that's the way you get a little extra money. Maybe get the owner like, okay, give him an extra five million dollars, and then he shows up. And that if you've come this long, him and Bosa, you're, you're definitely willing to miss a game, and that's. Let's face it, when running backs or some of these other positions claim to do that, it's a terrible decision. When you're a pass rusher and an elite pass rusher, you do have leverage. So missing a game really kind of makes people uncomfortable, and that's a way to usually get a little extra money. So I would expect him, you know, especially if the Chiefs were to lose Thursday night, that deal to get done pretty quickly in the in the weekend. Jamin Okoff joining us. Of course, Three and Out podcast is his. He's also got the Going Low Golf podcast. If you want to listen to that, he joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Um, okay, we're getting closer and closer to this thing, and I'm, I'm starting to get super, super excited about the Jets. But the line thing gives me the heebie-jeebies, and the fact that it's not like everybody was sold on Robert Sala as a head coach to begin with. Like, are we, are we missing something? Because I can paint the scenario where this is very much like Tampa and Tom Brady, right? Good team needed a quarterback, bring in the right quarterback, change the offense, couple added players, and now we go. But, but we may be skipping over the fact that we're not sold on Salah or that line. Yeah, I, I'd even go back to, like, the 49er Super Bowl team in 19 19- – uh, some of those early iterations of Seattle's team, I think their formula, despite having Rodgers, who you know could easily bounce back to MVP form, 
is via elite defense, which, listen, you watch Hard Knock, their D-line is unreal. They have a lockdown corner. They have good safeties. They have good linebacker play. I mean, their defense could easily be the number one defense in the league and then lead the league in rushing or be you know one of the top two or three teams on the ground. And that's the easiest way to take the pressure off. You know, Makai Becton, who is a major question mark, and, uh, you know, a left tackle who's just old. So I, I think that, to me, is the formula. And when you, your formula is like, hey, we're top two or three defense in the league. We are an awesome rushing team. Oh, yeah, and we have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the Niners won the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo doing that, right? The Russell Wilson that we knew in his prime was not that version when they were awesome in 13 and 14. He was much more of a game manager. So I definitely think it's there. Uh, that ability to play like that. So if your pass rush is elite, which theirs is going to be, and you can run the ball, they have multiple running backs. And Sala saw it with, with Kyle. Like you said, the question really is, part of when I, you go back, is like, well, Kyle Shanahan was calling those plays. Like, is you know, is Hackett and Sala, that combination, good enough? And we just don't know. But I do think that personnel-wise, uh, defensively is unreal. And offensively, skill-wise, is fantastic, too. So it's just going to be a mindset. And typically, defensive coaches like to do what? They like to run the ball. So I would expect that to be their formula. I think Monday night, Doug, I mean, that's the hype on, like, TCU in Colorado, like, lived up to it. I I think we're going to get a pretty unreal Monday night game. I mean, obviously, 9-11 in New York, Rodgers, the Bills, and just a level of play. I think that game's going to be really, really physical. It's going to be awesome. I, I do too. I, I what's interesting is the the Bills feel like a side note, and yet uh, they're a team that I think if not for the Hamlin, uh, the, the Hamlin uh, thing last year, maybe they go to Super Bowl. A year before, they're 13 seconds away from beating Kansas City in Kansas City to go to the AFC Championship game. Like they're this close, and now you got McDermott back calling plays in the defensive side of the ball, where. Uh, he cut his teeth, but also, and you know, with Carolina, they went to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm fast, like I'm fascinated that the Bills are like a side note in that in that whole story. And they've they've owned the division the last three years. Um, I think sometimes the way your season ends, even though ironically the fact the Jets even made the playoffs, it almost I think in some people's minds that just watch football go to like the Bills peak because they got their butts kicked against the Bengals. Where when you got a guy like Josh Allen in his prime. Right, if he's going to be an Elway, a Manning, a Brady, not Brady, I mean, he's not going to win that much, but I just mean like a, t- a top flight, top two or three quarterback, you got a chance every year. So I'm with you. The Bills are a little bit of an afterthought. It almost feels last year they got overhyped, and this year they're kind of flying under the radar. Completely agree. Um, I know that a lot of things can change, and I hate asking this question, but you know this league really well. Um, if you had two teams to pick the, to get to the Super Bowl, injuries will change things, momentum will change things, crazy players change things. But if you had to guess, who would you guess as of today? Yeah, I'd go the Niners because I think home field advantage is going to be more difficult for the Eagles. Schedule's harder, obviously, but I, I even think that division is going to be a little more tightly contested. Uh, the Giants are better. Uh, obviously, the Cowboys. You know, it's not like they're intimidated by the yield. It'll just be harder. Like they could have a fantastic season and win twelve, where the Niners have two two easy games, or really four with the Rams four, and the four, Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I would go the Niners, and I think the AFC. Like 
the Chiefs' margin for error is a little smaller. Right? Think how hard it is just to be in that many AFC games for championship games. They've been right to three of the last five Super Bowls. That even Brady and Belichick occasionally got beat in the second round, right? By the Jets the one year, by the Ravens one time. It's not. It's not crazy. So maybe I, I would lean another team. The Bills. I, I think the Jets are going to be really good, or you know potentially. Um, the Steelers are a team that I like a lot. So I, I go Niners-Steelers, which ironically is a week one game. Oh, Niners-Steelers would be amazing. All right, Middlecoff, I'll let you off the hook, man. Have a great day. Love the pod. We'll talk soon. See you, buddy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. But on say Progressive.com. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend. You took time off from your labor on Labor Day. Now we're back after it. And it's football season. Let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, Dan Beyer joins us. Beyer. What's the game today, Dan? Doug, the game today is... Rank them. All right, ranking a bunch of stuff. At the end, we'll ask you what your three highlights of summer were. But otherwise, we focus on football and college football. We'll start with the pro game. Doug, rank your three Super Bowl favorites heading into this season. Okay, so I I just have a question in terms of context, Dan. Is this three teams me personally want to see or likely to see? Like, 
how do you want me to best to, who you think it, you know I, I'm not putting you to make your final Super Bowl pick with this right, but right. if you were debating with two or three teams like what would the teams be that you'd be debating that you think can win Super Bowl 58 okay uh, I'm going to put whew, I'm gonna put the Chargers at three. I'm going to put the Niners at two. And I'm going to put the Chiefs at one. Okay. Chiefs at one. And I, and I actually think that in terms of the overall roster and the margin for error, I, I really don't think the Chiefs would be in the top five, right? Like, I, I just – Bengals probably have a better roster, and I love Burrow, and I would say the Eagles – have a great roster and the NFC is easier. But like, again, uh, Andy Reid lived in the NFC championship game when he was in Philadelphia. He's lived in the AFC championship game when he's been in Kansas City. And the only difference is now he has Pat Mahomes as opposed to other like Don McDab, good quarterback, but not anywhere near Mahomes. You give him a great quarterback and his teams have been great. They've been the three of the last five Super Bowls. So that's my logic behind it. Even if the roster isn't what it probably should be to compete at that level. All right, Doug, this on the heels of the injury to Travis Kelsey. Rank your top three all-time tight ends. Wow. Bunch of good names. Uh, your buddy Tony Gonzalez, yeah. I know, comes to mind. Jason yep. Witten, Rob yep. Gronkowski, Shannon Sharp, yep. Antonio Gates. Uh, I will put... <clears throat> hmm. I know my number one is my number two is. Uh, Jimmy Graham making yeah. that comeback. What's his status after the weird of, uh, never mind. We'll get to that later. Um, number three. I'll put Kelsey as number three. Okay. I mean, he's been great in the biggest of moments. It's hard. I know he doesn't block, but he's unbelievable. I'll put Tony Gonzalez at two. And I don't put Gronk at one. And the reason is Tony Gonzalez is a better pass catcher, unbelievable athlete, competitor. But uh, every NFL guy I talk to is like, they just don't make a Gronk who can do so many things in the pass game and was a great, not good, great blocker. Great blocker. So I'll put Gronk at one. All right, Doug. Now moving over to the college game. Rank your three most fascinating teams from week one of the college football season. Mm, that's a good question. Fascinating teams. Um I am fascinated by Florida State. Okay. They're three. Um, at number two, I am uh, I am really, really fascinated. I know my number one team is. I think everybody does. Um, I'm fascinated a little bit by Ohio State just because I don't really – Marvin Harrison Jr. hurt his shoulder. They didn't look great in offense. On the other hand, Indiana's – Really well coached defensively. It's a league game. It's your first game. It's it's on the road. That's hard to yeah. tell. Yeah. Ohio State two, and then I'll put Colorado one. And it's because I don't really know how good TCU is, and I can't believe how quickly it came together for Colorado. All right, Doug. Rank the top three schools that make college football better when they are good. This was a conversation yep. that Aaron Torres and I had as we sat in for you yesterday mm-hmm. uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. We're just. You know, it may not be the, the top programs, but when yep. that school is good, my case was for Nebraska. Yep. Where I just, you know what? It is better when it's Nebraska. Because it brings up all the feels of when we were kids. Sure. Right? Same yep. thing. I mean, I would, I would, Nebraska, 
I mean, I think the list is, I think Notre Dame. Yep. Notre Dame at three. Um, I like Nebraska, but I would go Florida State at two. I mean, people forget 14 consecutive years they were ranked in the top five at the end of the season. 14. And the number one team that gives me all the feels and, and I think it's better for the sport, Texas. Mm. And, and look, our whole childhood, Texas was not great. It was only during from the end of my, child, end of my college run until, you know, it was only about like a 10, 12-year run there. But especially now, I want Texas to be good. I think LSU's in that conversation. Florida's in that conversation. But Texas being good changes the entire sport. All right, it's the unofficial end of summer was yesterday, Doug. Your three highlights from the summer of Gottlieb 2023. Three highlights summer of Gottlieb. Ooh. Um, and a lot of ho- highlights. I did. I did. I know what my number one is. I'm trying to think three and two. Uh, had a nice trip uh, to Maine, you know, on the I had, year, I annual had two, camp trip. I, I, I love my trip to Maine. That was, yeah, I'll put Maine at three, although I didn't get to do any hikes that I wanted to do, but Maine at three. Um, when you got there, were you I like, had, let's make Maine the main thing? <laughs> well, keep Maine the main thing. Yeah, that was there the LeBron was. James thing. Um, I had a day at Crystal Cove Beach where I felt like nobody else was around. That was amazing. And um, my number one. Uh, oh, wait. Well, num- okay. Well, that's also the trip to Maine. Shoot. Uh, I just lost my train. I thought of what I want my number one to be. You had a night with some celebs, Drew Brees. And- I did. I did. Uh, I took my daughter to Morgan Wallen. That was probably in there. Oh, I know. My number one was I, I took my son to Montana. All right. Near Big Sky Country. It was white water rafting and zip lining. It was awesome. That's my number one. And that's game time. That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset you need to own the day. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at a local retailer today. All right, coming up next, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Wait to hear what Tom Brady had to say about the reboot that Aaron Rodgers is getting in New York. Who would know better about the late career reboot? Then the goat, right? All right. That's upcoming next on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.